0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the OOFTA podcast. Season 3, episode 11 is going to be a doozy. I'm Jordan Rudolph.
1: And I'm Emily O'Connor.
0: We're happy to be back here with you as always. And today, we are jumping straight into uh, maybe something you've heard before, maybe something you haven't. The ultimate life hack. There's biohacks and there's... All the different hacks out there. Right? I mean,
1: crazy supplements. Yeah. Crazy, like There's all sorts of hacking that we want to do to make life easier.
0: Yes. And there's still one thing. Everybody's searching for the next thing and think that this next thing, it's kind of like the supplements, kind of like the diets, kind of like the best new exercise. That it's going to completely change your life. And they're out there. But the staples, the big rocks, the fundamentals, the foundation can't be uh, ignored. And one of the big ones is what we're talking about today in this Ultimate Life Hack. Yep. And it's, uh, again, maybe something you guys have heard of before. It's called Sleep. It's spelled S-L-E-E-P. You can find it in most dictionaries. Um, but people seem to, uh, you know, play God over it um, and uh, neglect it. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, we're covering all things Sleep today.
1: I think it gets a wrap from... And this is a little bit coming around, I think, in, like, the media, but, like, the hustle, 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 like, nope, we'll sleep later, we have so much to do, we're very busy, like, no time for sleep, get all the things done instead. And it kind of gets, like, pushed to the side as, like, just this thing we can catch up on when we're not busy anymore. Um, And that really couldn't be further from the truth in terms of, like, catching up on sleep is not really a thing. Um, if you didn't know that, it was your first surprise of the episode. Uh, but it's not something that we can neglect. It's not something that we can just come back to when we have a minute. It really forms the foundation, similar to how we would say, like, breathing forms the foundation for exercise. Sleep is the foundation for life. Life. And therefore making it the ultimate life hack is getting not only quality not only quantity but quality of sleep
0: and here's the here's the big big thing with everything m just said uh everything you just said m uh is everyone's looking for this recovery tool that'll help them get to this next level and make them not be so sore help them perform better um Go through all these things. Like, and and I'm, a, I'm, I'm a firm believer and I'm a firm diehard fan of a foam roller. I have been for over 10 years. Like One of my favorite tools that you can buy under 50 bucks. And it doesn't matter what type of massage gun, foam rolling, recovery tool you have. If you're not getting enough sleep, none of the other shit matters. Mm-hmm. It is just plain and simple. It does not matter. You have to focus on sleep. You have to look back into your quality of sleep, uh, the standard of which you put sleep into its bucket and how you're viewing it and, 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 and everything that surrounds that in your environment. Um, and you need to treat it as something, uh, once you get done with this episode today, I think it'll make more sense, but you need to treat it as something as the ultimate life hack for you to, uh, get the benefits of sleep. Mm Um, from physical restoration and recovery from mental restoration and recovery for clarity for hormonal balance hormonal balance and then ladies i know some of you in in the menopausal stays that are listening to this pre post right in the right in the middle of it i I know there's things that happen uh, from a body standpoint that you're struggling with from from keeping you up uh, keeping you up at night um like physical stuff but you still need to prioritize the sleep as you go through it because that happens. Uh, men are even worse at this uh, throughout their entire lives. Mm-hmm. So, so we, can, we don't even want to talk about how testosterone is dropping on average per male by 20 years um, in the last eight years. Right? Like, like the average male testosterone level is down um, uh, than it was eight years ago by, by like a 20-year span. And they said in the next five years it's going to be even worse. Like, that's, that's the part, right? So, the cognitive function, the hormonal balance, the physical restoration, improved athletic performance, uh, improved immune system support, improved weight management. Huh, who knew? Sleep, weight management, improved improved mood, improved cardiovascular health. All of this stuff comes into play. And it's all built on seven to nine hours a night. Um, and the thing that we absolutely do most in our lives, mm-hmm. that, we, that we don't take, we, we could say for the granted word, but... We don't, we don't, we don't put enough value towards it.
1: Yeah. It's to use, and this is, I don't know if we've used this analogy before, but I know I've heard it said before. If we were to take all those things that Jordan just said and sell you a pill that had all of those things in it, you, and I don't want to, you know, stare, maybe you wouldn't, I bet you would pay a million dollars. If you had the money, you would pay whatever it costs. You would budget whatever it costs to get all of those benefits. And you can get them by investing time and energy into something that is essentially free. Jordan's just cracking beers over here. (laughs) Kidding, it's a bubbly water. (laughs) It's
0: a little early for beers.
1: (laughs) But you would pay any amount of money. But for some reason, we are now then unwilling to pay in time and energy to support what we already have access to.
0: And that's the big thing. I mean, it's a great point. I don't think we've ever made that analogy on this on this podcast. Uh, if we t- if we wrapped all of what the benefits of sleep were in a pill or in a bottle, people would be out the door. Like it would be sold out in the day. It Dumb. would be more. What's the What's the big one that they're selling at the hospitals now for weight loss? Ozempic. Ozempic, yeah. which is actually just blocking hunger, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's all it does.
1: It's the appetite suppressant. Um,
0: appetite, yeah. And people are getting results from it for now, like they do. All the things for now, and until it's starting the next to go thing.
1: under a shortage because people are getting prescribed Ozempic when they don't need Ozempic for
0: any diabetes, or yeah.
1: that's what it's initially used for. Mm-hmm.
0: So, a if, tangent for if the this, yeah. If this <laughs> happens from a sleep standpoint, we're in. Um, so we wanted to help put more intention and more value towards sleep with this episode and going over um, some of these benefits, taking a dive into each one. Um, but also just helping you get set up to sleep better. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing I took. I took like eight months to find where I thought I needed to be in sleep. I'm still not there. This was like two and a half years ago. When did I start doing the Spartan stuff? Yeah. Um, right before COVID. And I, and Baby I bought sweet. the whoop band just to do recovery and, and track my sleep. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And I think we went through the eight or nine pillows and that's since been through to 10 and 11. Um, we completely changed our room, blacked it out. We got colder at night, the temperature, changed the blankets, changed the sheets, like everything. Yeah. And it was it was a nightmare. But when I saw what had happened to my recovery from when I started and when we got there to the end, like three, four, five, six, eight months later, mm-hmm. night and day difference. And I can tell you right now, like, how I can get better sleep and when I'm not going to and, like, how it affects mm-hmm. me in a nutshell. But some people are so wired. Like, yeah. they're so drained. And so sympathetic, like always on fight or flight. Mm -hmm. Their body never gets a chance to rest and digest. And even when they're sleeping, they can't stop in that mode. Like Mm -hmm. they're they're totally stuck. And that goes beyond this podcast. But um, sleep is the one thing that can also help them the most in their circumstance too.
1: For sure. For sure. And I think what you said there, like it was an intentional experiment, if you will, of what works best. How do you feel best? Right. And you mentioned a lot of kind of good actionable takeaways that as listeners and we'll get into more of the benefits too but actionable takeaways that as listeners you can start to implement some of these things like we know the best sleep happens when the room's completely black that is a simple fix do you have electronics that we need to tape over lights or do we need to get blackout curtains like where is the light coming in um, it needs to be a little bit colder, right? Maybe we need to turn the temperature down in the house at night if the air is on, or make sure the air is on if we're trying not to keep it on during the summer months, mm-hmm. or vice versa in the winter. Maybe we would turn the heat down a little bit. um Another big one that I know we'll touch on is screens are huge, right, and I think that's one of the harder ones for people. blue light specifically, like we want to decompress and watch a show at the end of the night or whatever it might be, and that blue light disrupts the sleep patterns as well so where can we decrease our blue light turn off the screens get off the phones read an actual book not from a a computer screen or something like that at night to start to bring that body into a more restful state
0: yeah and that's going to be i mean it could be different for everybody um a little bit on that one like for the most part we know that screen time limits uh limited screen time before bed helps improve like numerous ways but there's some people that just simply can't do it like yeah they unwind and cool down with the screen mm-hmm. but there's no doubt of what it can do from a deep sleep standpoint and how it can help like that you like you can't sure. argue the the human research absolutely
1: well and that's where too we can find that balance of like okay maybe you can't limit the screen time or you can't turn off the screens altogether but could we use some sort of, like, blue light filter? Like, I know I yeah. have one on my computer and my phone. So, like, if I am on my phone or my computer, there is no blue light. So, yes, it's not perfect and ideal. But just like nutrition, just like fitness, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to be a little bit better than it was.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and that's, I think, ultimately, when we say this, I think we might have said this on, the, on a podcast maybe even last week as, like, an example of reference, which when we were talking about sleep and we said we should do an episode on sleep, mm-hmm. was instead of trying to say, Wow, I'm not getting seven hours a night. Uh, So first off, when we say seven to nine hours, it's not seven to nine hours in a bed. It's seven to nine hours asleep. So you need to figure out how long you need to be in your bed to get the seven to nine hours. And it's going to be a little bit different for everybody. But six hours just seems to be too little from all the studies and what it can do. Obviously, we can function off six hours, but maximal benefits, optimal benefits aren't quite there. Um, Over nine hours is too much. Like there's there's actually um, detrimental benefits to sleeping that long. So how long do you need to be in bed to actually be asleep seven to nine hours? And this is where a sleep tracker, as accurate as inaccurate as they may be, will show you how long you're actually asleep and how many times you're waking up at night. Again, whether you are actually up or not, um, you get a, at least an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we talk about wow, I'm only getting six hours of sleep a night. I'm going to have to stay in bed for three more hours to get my extra hour. Well, maybe just try 15 more minutes. Like, start right. there. That mm-hmm. was the analogy I was getting to before <laughs> going on my the tangent. Um, start with, like, how can you add 15 more minutes a night, mm-hmm. and then get to 30, then get to 45, then get to 60. Like, don't try to get the hour. Like, you'll never, you'll you'll be so anxious over trying to get that. And yeah. you'll You'll be so hard on yourself. Like, just start with 15 minutes. Right.
1: Yeah, I think adding those as like small steps, right? As we would start anything, the incremental, like what can you do to make it just 1% better? And maybe it is a quality thing. Maybe it is like Jordan was talking about a quantity thing, right? Maybe we need to look at either one of those, like is your room already dark? Is it already all the things we kind of talked about before? Okay, maybe it's just not enough, right? Maybe we're just not spending enough time. Maybe we need to look at kind of pre-bedtime habits and work on our falling asleep, right? Are you someone that just lays in bed and tosses and turns and can't shut your brain off very easily, right? One, um, thing I like to do, I usually use two things, either just breathing, right? And we've done episodes on breathing previously, but just nice deep parasympathetic breaths, relaxing the body. Um, I know if you have audible they also have like quite a few like sleep meditations i mean
0: you can find them on youtube audible, yeah they're like, everywhere. everywhere now yeah audible Binaro just has my included. favorite ones but yeah, yeah
1: there there's tons of them out there a sleep meditation can sometimes guide you to sleep a little bit faster um i was gonna say one more breathing that sleep oh my i like to use kind of a sleep i it's a notebook next to the bed right but like some sort of journaling um, as thoughts come to your mind, instead of thinking like, oh yes, I have to remember that in the morning and then worrying about not remembering that in the morning, 100%. just write it down on a piece of paper, not getting out a screen on your phone, but I'll just write it down and it might look messy. It's probably not on a line because <laughs> I'm writing in the messy, dark, yeah. right? But I'll know in the morning then I'll be like, oh yes, like I will yeah. remember the moment that I tried to write something down. Yeah. And what that, and that's the only thing that matters.
0: And if worst comes to worst, text it to yourself. Like if you have to pull up the mm-hmm. device, just text it to yourself. Like yeah. ideal scenario, you don't turn on any lights and worry about the filters and worry about the light and yada yada. But yeah. it, it, if you have to, just text it to yourself mm-hmm. so that you can just get it off your head. Like people don't understand still the power of writing things down and how getting it out of your head and onto paper, um, how much that comes to life, but also how much that like declutters your brain. Mm-hmm. Like massive amounts,
1: huge amounts.
0: Um, before we go over all those benefit things, like bullet point at them, mm-hmm. right? Um, and kind of some closure stuff. Let's go over quick types of sleep and benefits yeah. of those. And because we kind of already covered how to get better sleep, like what yeah. you have to do for black. We went a little bit out of order. Yeah, But, but that's hopefully fine. you
1: can stick around for the sciency part. Yeah,
0: I mean figure <laughs> out like, go through your pillows. Mm-hmm. And and the the one of the things that we we go through the how to get better sleep first. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll touch base on that as we were already in it. Um, when you're testing out pillows, don't take the cover off. I know it sounds kind of weird to say that and it can be kind of like annoying at night for a minute until you fall asleep. But if you don't like them and the pillow doesn't have like a 30 night guarantee, you can just return the pillow if you don't like it. (laughs) Most pillows now, especially the good ones, give you a 30, 60, 90 day, whatever. Um, but you can, you can return the pillows, uh, get whatever type of bed that you need to have or whatever type of, um cheats that you need to have to help you black out the room as much as you possibly can and i think the ideal sleeping te- temperature is it between 60 and 67 or 62 and 67 something like that
1: yeah i want to say 65 67 okay, 67 little, for sure i always yeah, have that number in my mind it's
0: lower than what we keep it at home yeah um and my wife is always mandy's always like i in the middle of the night she'll be like half out of the bed mm-hmm. because she's so hot and she says that i overheat the bed i'm like well because i'm fucking hot. Um, <laughs> And I'll try to like just do the sheet sometimes, right? Yeah. But it's funny. like I think that like, I'm going to probably test it tonight because we're talking about it. And like I'm going to drop that baby down like two or three degrees tonight. And you can set yeah. your thermostats to automatically do this. Mm-hmm. Ours is too old school to do that, but still doable. You can schedule it, yeah. Um, yeah, schedule. There's the word. Uh, but to do that at night, like to get it cold. Mm-hmm. Like, your body regulates better that way.
1: It's funny. We were just having that conversation with our new place. We don't have a window air conditioner anymore. We have central air, which is very nice. It's awesome, yeah. right? But we used to be able to crank down the window air conditioner in the bedroom to, like, basically snowing. Like, it was freezing. And it was awesome. Um, but it obviously is a little bit different. You can't pull your whole house down as low as you could. So, Brock and I were just having that conversation yesterday. That's funny. In terms of, like, how can we make it colder?
0: <laughs> um, And... It should be at that temperature where like when you get out of the sheets, when you get Mm -hmm. out of the covers, like you're almost resistant to get it. Like it should, it It it, should be, you should feel feel closer to that. Yeah. You should feel closer to that.
1: It drops. And I know we're going to go into our sleep cycles here in a minute, but it drops your internal body temperature down, which is the first thing that needs to happen to start to fall asleep. I think it's two to three degrees. I was just listening to a podcast for the weekend on it. I think it's like two to three degrees. That your internal body temperature, not your skin temperature, but your internal body temperature has to drop mm-hmm. in order to get adequate sleep and start to fall asleep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right, em. Um, So types of sleep, well, I think that covers all the benefits, how to do it, right? Yeah. Or how to, how to do it. Yeah. Um, if we want to cover this, like try to yeah. have a normal, a standard, a routinistic go to bedtime and mm-hmm. wake up time. Like yeah. don't change it. Even on days that you can sleep in, don't. Like, you're irregularly, uh, you're, you're deregulating mm-hmm. your stuff by having an irregular sleep cycle. And your body, bio biorhythmically, doesn't respond well to that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why some people, when they sleep until 9, like, they actually feel worse, like, uh, the next day or that day. Um, need more coffee, can't stop yawning, whatever. But when you sleep, when you stay up later than you should, like, same thing, right? So it's just, it, it, try to go to bed at the same time every day. Try to wake up at the same time every day. Hard to do, but massive, massive, massive benefits. Which is why you yeah. and I always get up early on the weekends too. Right. A, we're used to it, but B, like we know the benefits of Mario. it too. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the I think that was the last thing. All right, so uh, types of sleep. There's there's um, light sleep, deep sleep, and REM. Mm-hmm. Uh, REM. Is yep. that is that the three? Light,
1: deep, REM sleep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and REM stands for rapid eye movement. Um. Mm-hmm. NREM or non-REM, non-rapid eye movement includes the light sleep and deep sleep stages. Um, and obviously awake is, is considered a stage of sleep to sleep study stuff. Uh, is it is it deep sleep we should be getting two or more hours a night? Is that like a standard? Is that, I think is so. That, does that sound right too without, uh, without looking it up? Um, and the deep sleep is where like the most physical restoration happens, like where mm-hmm. your body physically recharges. Um, sleep is also incredibly metabolic. Like you actually burn quite a bit when you sleep. Um, and it's a, it's a metabolic feature. So if you need more incentive to focus on sleep, you're going to burn more calories than you just sitting there. We'll leave it at that. Um, yeah, benefits of sleep stuff. Like the big thing is like we want to go through sleep cycles each night. Like if you watched your sleep sleep studies and stuff like that it should it should almost look like a wave that's going up and down um where you're going in and out of deep sleep in and out of REM in and, in and out of light and mm-hmm. you get just factors and in, in of all of them you get and you're constantly going through that that's just how the brain waves work and how you should best recover from that um things that happen like when we drink too much alcohol uh is that we just stay in that light sleep the whole way through we don't actually get to that deep sleep your brain it's almost like you're in a coma instead of a deep sleep and Mm -hmm. the same things happens in the comatose states too
1: and with the cycle thing i think one thing that i really liked when i learned this it helped me kind of conceptualize it but knowing that your body drifts in and out of those sleeping uh stages if you will the average person's sleep cycle is about 90 minutes. Some can be shorter, some can be longer, but that's kind of the average. So knowing that when you wake up, like those mornings where you wake up fully rested, you're like, wow, I feel really good. Even if you wake up to an alarm, you likely hit right at the end of a sleep cycle. You wake up right between two versus those days where the alarm goes off and you're like, gosh, I just, I'm not in. Yeah, that can be quality, quantity of sleep and all the things you talked about before. But a lot of times that can be also you hit right in the middle of a sleep cycle. Mm-hmm. So knowing that, you can kind of plan when you go to bed. Hey, when we were talking about adding 15 minutes, awesome. Add 15 minutes and then go on onwards and upwards from there. But knowing that kind of 90 minutes, if we work backwards, we can kind of plan for that and again everyone's a little bit different if you use a sleep tracker you can kind of parse this out and see where you lie whether it's 80 minutes 60 minutes whatever um but knowing that can allow you to kind of make decisions in terms of okay when do i need to go to bed when do i need to wake up obviously trying to keep it as consistent as possible uh between those two times
0: and that like that's that's the science behind it so when you guys start tracking and learning all about it that's that's how you go through it all like Mm -hmm. that's the ideal so yours won't look and sound or be anything like emily said right away if you've never done this before never focused on your sleep before mm-hmm. you can look up like normal sleep patterns on a google search and you can kind of see it and then you can match your stuff to it and mm-hmm. see how much closer you're getting um let's see light sleep just looking up while em was talking i was looking up a couple things light sleep is when your respiration uh slows when your heart rate decreases when your body temperature drops so that you can get to deep sleep um, where you get when you start to transition uh, or begin transitions in between cycles, you can wake up easier in this side of things. This is usually when you can pop back awake or you can you can go back out of a cycle too. Deep sleep, blood pressure drops. It promotes body. The body promotes muscle growth and repair. We talked about this already. Um, it increases blood flow to muscles. It increases growth hormone, um, and it releases growth hormone, which is needed. Males in particular. But females also get massive benefits to this too. Uh, Tissue growth and cell repair. Tissue growth and cell repair. So if you're sore a lot, if you want tissues to repair, tendons and ligaments included, sleep. Sleep, 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 sleep. sleep. The brain flushes waste and uh, goes into long, uh, slow brain waves. And then uh, waking up is more difficult. You can be groggy the REM respiration increases heart rate increases temperature regulation is switched off you have the vivid dreams this is when the wild dreams happen body becomes immobile to stop you from acting out dreams uh this is where benefits for memory learning and problem solving are occurring so those are like the the REM the deep sleep the light sleep that this is the stuff where it all comes into play Mm -hmm. um
1: and why it's important that we need yes. all of those three things, right? Yes. Versus like not all of the things happen in light sleep, not all yes. the things happen in deep sleep. We should be having those mm-hmm. cycles of okay. some sort.
0: Yes, and that's where too much alcohol can interfere with those. Too much caffeine too close to bed can interfere with those. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can they can interrupt your sleep cycles and interrupt that stuff. And everybody knows what it feels like to not sleep well the next day yep. like and and one bad night of sleep is not going to make you unhealthy or break all of this right but what happens is we kind of we keep grinding and we keep pushing towards it and it's, and it's the consistency over time that actually is uh it, quite frankly it's just killing us like it, it like it's it's mm-hmm. shortening the lifespan drastically without enough sleep because of all the restoration stuff that we've spoke of for sure um benefits of it all you can go back to that
1: going to touch on yeah we briefly kind of glanced over them at the beginning yeah
0: i mean the physical recovery like we just went through like the cellular growth the muscle recovery and growth um, allowing you to perform better with physical activity workout Mm -hmm. sport life uh, when you're on a big trip um, on vacation like making sure you're prioritizing sleep when you're on vacation especially if you've got multiple big days in a row planned Mm -hmm. Um, doing your best to get the sleep in leading up to vacations especially if they're adventurous and physical Uh, hormonal balance is a big one, like we talked about before, but the hormones that we're talking about in particular, or just hormones in particular, remember guys, they, if, if our hormones are changing or if we want things to be accomplished physiologically, like in our body, we have to kind of be in control Mm -hmm. of our hormones. Sleep is the best way to like re-regulate those. And it involves metabolism, appetite regulation, muscle growth, fat storage. Like, the the hormones that are involved with fat burning or fat storing, um, sleeping makes sure that we are properly functioning in those realms. Mm -hmm. Like, it's super critical, and this is where where people that uh, don't sleep well um, and don't recover well have, uh, there's a higher correlation likelihood of weight gain, diabetes, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease. Like, there's there's an endless list of this stuff, too. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the, the preventative side that yeah. sometimes we don't always recognize too, right? We always know yeah. like in the moment, like, oh yeah, I slept like garbage, like don't feel that great today. Yeah. But over time, that grind that you were talking about can lead to all those other things as well.
0: Yeah, and you and I have had the days where we've had not good sleep and we've showed up and we've had a big workout planned. Mm-hmm. And we've also switched to the workout where we didn't do it. And we've also said... You know what? Gotta we're, get it done. We're gonna do it, and we're gonna. And sometimes we've set the PR. Sometimes we've had our personal best. Mm-hmm. Uh, those things can happen. Your body can dial in from a nervous system standpoint and do this. It's it's the overtime stuff, guys. It's the grind of the daily life. It's it's working and grinding and not sleeping well through that. It's stressful positions as a profession or career. It's stressful mm-hmm. life situations happen. And then what happens when big life stuff happens? And this is going on. Mm-hmm. Like you're just adding more fuel to the fire. Um, and you, it's hard to say. Like, the average American right now is on fifteen medications. Sixty-five and older, uh, sixty-five and older, the average American, sixty-five and older, is on fifteen medications. So there's a pill for that when we get there. And a lot of people, I think, are just subtly okay with that because they know that the quote-unquote healthcare system as it is can take care of them, and they're not wrong. But what if we didn't have to do any of that? Mm-hmm. Like, what if insurance could be uh, Dr. Van Manen says it best, where like insurance was originally created if we absolutely need it, and now insurance just is here for chronic stuff. and it, it's all the time. Like yeah. it's, it's just constantly four trillion dollars a year, whatever it is, mm-hmm. off of insurance. Like it's massive. And movement is obviously a big part of that. Nutrition is a big part of that. If that's the third pillar, it's sleep, guys. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely. sleep. Cognitively, just being sharper, focus, clarity. Right, of it. like functioning of you're, you're not so clumsy, if you will your balance, everyone's worried about balance when they get older mm-hmm. if you want better balance make sure you're sleeping
1: yep. and I get attitude and like how you treat others around you is one that a lot of people might recognize from that as well, kind of tying yeah. into the mental health like being short snappy, right, it affects mm-hmm. the quality of the relationships with those around you so kind of be mindful of like yeah, that might be a secondary thing, but that can be one of the most important things that there is. Is, yeah. is those relationships with people around you, whether that be significant other, coworker, boss, whatever, friends, family, anybody within reach. Right, right. <laughs> when you're when you're sleeping poor, like I mean, everybody's probably Everyone's had the, the days where the yeah. the um, ability to handle things is is low. Tolerance—that's what I was looking for—is low. Right, like just not about it. So. Affects those too. It literally every aspect of life.
0: One hundred percent. We talk about the immune system and how it can help. Um. So so sciencey wise, your immune system releases proteins called cytokines uh, that help promote sleep, fight infection and inflammation. So that happens when we sleep. Mm-hmm. Um. Those type of things are, are major for especially when people are sick. Like they always say, like rest, like rest, like literally mm-hmm. rest. Don't try to fight it because you will literally heal as you sleep. Um, I know sometimes when we wake up, we don't feel as good, but that's also because of some other, excuse me, things that change with the lymphatic system and whatnot. Um, but when you're hurt, when you're injured, like one of the things people don't realize, like to like they say rest, we can talk about rice and all that other stuff too. But like true sleep, when you're injured and going through injury or like coming back from a surgery, is is the best thing that you could probably do that no one gives enough credit towards doing
1: for sure for sure yeah it's just that thing like you're overlooking that can make such a big difference in the injury like we think of the injury we think of the pt we think of the rehab we think of the band-aids we think of the cast right whatever however big this injury may be um and we often don't think of the sleep part of that
0: yep Um, movement obviously helps with sleep. So you exercising regularly will help you regularly sleep better and get in cycles better. Mm -hmm. Your body's going to want to promote deep sleep to help you recover. Mm -hmm. Um, the big thing that not a lot of people talk about too with sleep is weight management. Like Mm -hmm. if you're, we can be super, super, super skin deep on this and thinking if you're up and awake more during the day, you're going to be more chances and around food more. Mm -hmm. So therefore you'll eat more if you're awake more. Makes sense. If you're sleeping more often, you're going to be sleeping more, where therefore you can't eat. Like, we can be super skin deep and frank with that. Yeah. But the other thing that sleep does with weight management is it, is it balances out the hunger hormones, the hunger-related hormones, hunger-regulating hormones, um, that lead to increased appetite and increased cravings. And what is the one thing that almost all of us crave when we don't sleep enough Sugary, sh- sugary foods. Yeah. We want we want energy. Our body wants it too. It gets it from sugary foods. Um, so helping sleep will aid in weight management. It'll help regulate those things. It'll help reduce cravings. Um, and I think everything else we already covered from what we talked about the cardiovascular health with the lower risk of heart disease, high blood pressure, and stroke. Like your your body literally lowers blood pressure as you sleep. Um, I mean it's it's crazy guys. Like if we told you there was pills like this, like Emily said and something that we could capture in a bottle and give it to you sell it for a million dollars you do whatever you could mm-hmm. you do whatever you could and it's right there in front of you um so we just have to we just have to tackle it we just, we just have, have to go to into it, it. it. have to be intentional about it mm-hmm. it's, sure. it's it's pretty nuts stuff uh and we've seen it here from working with our thousands of people uh make a major difference in their lives just from just from focusing on it some people Huge. still don't like we yeah. still have clients that we can talk to today we can call them right now that mm-hmm. still don't try to focus on it enough yeah staying up late getting up early um and telling us like almost like a badge of honor that they're not sleeping well Or like oh I, i'm perfectly fine i have six hours of sleep like mm-hmm. i know you're fine today yeah but it's over time yeah and sure. you wonder why you're always in pain. You wonder why your elbows always hurt. Your knees always hurt. You wonder why your low back's hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, you wonder why you're not recovering between workouts. Why you're so irritable. Mm-hmm. Look at the easy spots. Try, try, quit trying to find this like one specific clever thing that's out there. Yeah. Just focus on the Just sleep. Sleep. Yeah. Just sleep. Yeah. For sure. Did we miss yeah. anything?
1: I don't think so. I think that probably wraps it up. I'm yeah. sure someone will tell us that we missed some some sort of oh, thing. Oh, probably.
0: But... Or as soon as we hit end, we'll figure it out. We'll but... figure
1: out the one thing.
0: But... I feel like I should go to sleep right now midday, but...
1: Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, as you were just sipping on coffee, right, during yep. this podcast. Yep. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we have for you guys. Thank you guys very much for listening. We very much appreciate it. As always, share this episode with someone who you think will benefit from it. Leave us a rating, a review, subscribe, download all the things that help us to reach more people and get our surprisingly fresh takes out to more people uh, as well. So thank you as always, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks, guys. Bye.